Good morning and welcome to Moving Markets. It's the 17th of January today. My name is Roman Canziani. I'm an investment writer at Julius Baer and your host for today's program. In today's edition, we put our focus on some of the US Bank's latest quarterly earnings reports and the takeaways of our research. But let me first start with a short wrap on what has happened over the past few hours and what markets are up to this morning. With US equity and bond markets closed yesterday, there wasn't that much action on European trading floors. Overnight in Asia, however, that changed. For a second day in a row, Asian stocks are dipping lower, triggered by data showing that China's economy grew at the second slowest pace since the 1970s, of course due to serious COVID restrictions hammering activity there. China's gross domestic product added a sobering 3% in 2022, the National Bureau of Statistics revealed. But there is also good news. In the final quarter, the economy expanded by 2.9% compared to one year ago, therefore topping economists' forecasts, which were around 1.6%. Despite this, markets are down across Asia, and probably this should be seen as traders selling the good news of the strong recovery of Chinese assets over the last month. In Japan, meanwhile, stocks are up this morning by more than 1%, while the yen is slightly down versus major peers. The move up of Japanese equities is interesting, as traders seem to weigh the prospects of a possible change in policy by the Bank of Japan at its upcoming meeting tomorrow Wednesday. Bond markets imply that the central bank will adjust its yield curve control policy as yields of 10-year government debt climbed above the BOJ's well-communicated ceiling of 0.5% for a third day already. A look at the prices of other assets shows that uh, Bitcoin dipped after the strong rally over the past days but held above 21,000 US dollars, which can be seen as a sign of healthy risk appetite in markets. Gold slid too, but holds above the 1900 US dollar per ounce mark. The start of the Chinese Lunar New Year is often associated with gold gifting, and it is one of the interesting observations that the Lunar New Year in China often also marks a change in the fate of gold, with physical demand suddenly dropping. So it will be interesting to see whether gold can hold its recent rally. Oil? It's also slightly down and the US dollar more or less unchanged compared to yesterday. In fixed income, US Treasury yields are slightly up after markets were shot yesterday. 10-year yields are around 3.54 this morning. Now, when it comes to the day ahead, we have the Wall Street heavyweights, uh, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley, out with their reports for the fourth quarter today. And everybody is eagerly awaiting their numbers to find out where the global economy is heading and whether a recession can be averted. Here in Europe, we have already received the latest consumer price data out of Germany this morning, coming in at 9.6 for December, spot on with expectations. And the UK's employment report has also been published, showing that the unemployment rate remains steady in November at 3.7%, as expected, while first data points for December point towards a weakening of the tight labour market there. Looking ahead, European as well as US equity markets are up for a cautious start in the slipstream of Asian markets, so we are in for slightly lower prices this morning. So this is all on the Markets Wrap today. And now, I welcome Mathieu Rachete, our Head of Equity Strategy, to the show. Hi Mathieu, in the US, the earnings season has officially kicked off last Friday, with some of the large banks reporting their quarterly results. What are your key takeaways so far? Good morning, Roman. As you mentioned, we have the first set of results out already, mainly from the big US banks, and generally said all of them have either met or beaten expectations. And this beat was mainly driven by still accelerating net interest income growth 
in the low to mid teens quarter over quarter. If we look at the credit side uh, there in general, credit quality still looks benign and credit normalization seems to have several more quarters to run before hitting pre-pandemic levels. So for instance, loan growth still remains solid as both you know, the healthy US consumer and does the corporate balance sheets narrative still remains intact. So quite a good sign for that side. When it comes to the non-interest revenue side, that's more the weaker part uh, this time around. If you look here, for example, at fixed income trading, that was softer for most of the banks, while investment banking revenues remained weak and also investment management fees were lower compared to the same quarter last year. And then lastly, on the capital side, there the buildup of CT1 ratios have already reached target levels at some of the big banks, meaning that they might resume buybacks already as soon as this quarter. So in a nutshell, a stronger quarter than expected for most banks, but guidance was rather soft, especially for net interest income, which was also likely the reason why some of the stocks initially sold off at the open of Friday. Overall, we expect small single-digit consensus EPS downgrades at those reported banks. Okay, and uh, well, what does that mean in terms of recommendations? So in general, banks are still relatively attractive valued and benefit from the higher rate environment. But having said that, from a regional perspective, we still prefer European banks as they are in the earlier innings of the rate cycle. So in that sense, we see more upside from rising rates and they are also more attractively valued with higher intensity of share buybacks. Thank you very much, Mathieu. With that, we conclude today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. Thank you very much to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you'll join us again soon. Wish you all a good day ahead. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.